This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Stars 1, Episode 2, titled RuPaul's Gaffin. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by one reluctant co-host. From Washington, D.C., please say... Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. To Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan. How are you? Hello, hello. I'm wonderful, thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm going to tell you something. I, I had a conversation this afternoon with one Taylor the Latte Boy. Do you remember him? I vaguely remember a name of that sort. Yes. And he was. He texted me and he said, I watched uh, episode two of All Stars 1 and... I am so glad I'm not doing this season with you. <laughs> and you said, I'm so sorry you watched it. <laughs> oh, my God, Evan. Like, just, just, I'm like, I'm really regretting, which is so funny, because usually this banter is about other shit other than Drag Race, but I'm still going to use the bitch about Drag Race. I did not realize how bad this season is. Did you know this? I I knew it, but I don't think it it didn't really resonate how bad it was until you have like All Stars two or like seasons yeah. later on to like compare it to. I'm amazed that it got picked up again. Like that was that it's that bad. You know what's so funny is I I it's making me even question my memories for season four because I watched this when it aired live. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I had no problems with it. I liked it at the time. I thought it was fine. In other words, I didn't walk away from this thinking it was bad. In fact, when people used to make fun of it, I thought, oh, they're just making fun of it because, you know, it's silly, you know, or the, the, the it was just, it was cringy or something. No, it's boring. It's boring. It's it's cringy and it's boring, which is the, the worst of it. And I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with just, like, the material that they're given. Because season four is so good. Like, it's not like... You know what I mean? I just... I feel like the... I don't know now. I don't know. Because do, I'm yeah. thinking... Uh, because I did watch a few episodes. You can't... Here's the deal. We were talking about... Taylor and I were talking about it. And... Because, you know, you can't... Uh, you can't buy season four any... Well, no, you can get it on Google Play. But other than Google Play, you can't get it anywhere. And... um I was like, I wonder why that is. And let me tell you why. I think here's my theory. The licensing for the songs is very expensive. It's it's a particularly strong lip sync for your life batch of songs. Like I'm gonna tell you, here are the songs from season four. Britney, got- Toxic. Can you could, wait? Can you name them? Let's see how I many you can I name. Can. Oh, wait, um, hold on for a second. Hold on, hold on. Okay. I want, I want to do this right here. Uh, but I don't, okay, I'm going to put, I'll have to do it in post, but, um, I'll put bell sounds and buzzer sounds when you're okay. right or wrong. Okay. I, I bet that may not be in order, but I could think I could remember this most. Okay. No, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be in order. Okay. So there's toxic by Brittany, uh, raining men, um, natural woman, 
Uh, this will be. Um, there's oh, what's that country song by Winona Judd? I can't remember the name of it, um, but it's. But, but you know, I'll give you, I'll give you a, t- a, a a ding for that because, and you don't have the name. You know, there's the, always the RuPaul song at the end. You don't have the name. Born of that this, one. born this way. No, oh, you got that. Born this way. There's um, oh shoot. Uh, there's Vogue one by that... Ma- Vogue by Madonna is on there. Yes, isn't it? yes. Um, I don't remember the Madame Laqueur one. Oh, there's so many. I'm blanking. But yeah, that's I mean, those are those alone are huge. Here's what you missed. You missed, and this is a big one. Bad Girls from Donna by Donna Summer. Okay. Oh, Bad Girl. That was the princess. That's, and okay. Yeah, that's going to be expensive. Toxic with Britney by Britney Spears. Expensive. Bad Girls Donna Summer. Expensive. This will be Natalie Cole. Expensive. After paying Trouble. There. Oh, Trouble by Pink. Expensive. Vogue by Madonna. Holy shit, that must have been so fucking expensive. Born This Way must have been so expensive. Okay, look. Pam Till is me Vita Loca. Yeah. Okay, cheap down on that one. Raining Man must have been expensive. Mm. Um, Gladys Knight song. RuPaul, that was the RuPaul like, remix, though, so maybe they did Oh, that's true. I Got to Use My Imagination with Gladys Knight and the Pips. Probably not as expensive. You had Natural Woman expensive. And then No One Else on Earth is the Winona song that's that you're it. thinking okay, of. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, that, I think that's one of the reasons why they can't... Uh, uh, get it, but anyway, enough of, enough talk about Drag Race. How are you doing, Heaven? Evan, how, how, I called you Heaven. Do people call you Heaven. Does your boyfriend call you Heaven? He would usually call me Hell. So I, that was very nice of you. Um, no, I have never been called Heaven. I don't think huh. so. Not to my knowledge. I least. said it by accident, but people should call you Heaven. I'll take anyway. It. Yeah, Heaven from Heaven. Yeah, no one's even said that before. Um, maybe like a librarian in high school once, but nothing that I could remember as being. Sincere. I don't think I've I don't think I've talked about this in the show, and it's and and I have to be very careful what I say here. Oh God! You know I'm still not going to say it. I'll tell you off the air. But <laughs> uh, I do know someone whose last name rhymes with chill. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is is he's very chill. And I was like, do people ever call you chill? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right. Such a chill response. Yeah, well, he's super chill. So I used to tell people that might like when they because they can never spell my last name or pronounce it, and so they'll mm-hmm. say like I'll say, "Oh, it's Evan Ayers, like Airhead." But I hope people don't think that I'm like describing myself as an Airhead by saying that. What is now? Is that just the way you say your name, or is that the way it's really pronounced? It's pronounced Ayers. Yeah, like A I R E S, or almost like I'm Aries, gonna test this because you know. You, you... Oh, Siri's gonna ruin it. Not Siri. You, what is how does Siri say it? Oh, I've never tried it, but I can't imagine it's right. But YouTube has a thing where you can like put in like how do you pronounce it as like a like a, a, a sound that plays. We're gonna do it right now. Hold on. Hmm. Here we go. How do you pronounce the names? So it has that name. How do you pronounce names? Here it is. We're gonna get the official pronunciation. The following pronunciation is brought to you by pronouncenames.com. Airs. Boom. Boom. There you go. It, there it is. is. Airs. Yeah. But um I'm really good, though. I've had a really... Well, it's Monday that we're recording this. I had a really nice weekend. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Um, so the highlight of my weekend was I actually went and saw... They're doing a three-week um, pre-Broadway premiere of the Mean Girls musical. Mm-hmm. So I saw that in D.C. this weekend, and it was actually really good. Oh, uh, you missed but, the... Oh, my God. You missed a great joke. It was really good. Wait, what? It was Fetch. Oh, it was Fetch. Oh. 
See, um, it was fetch. It was going to happen. But the best part about it was I was, I was gagging because um, someone I know saw a couple days before me and said, like, you have to pay attention to um, the guy who plays Damien. Like, the, the show is, like, obviously a little more... It's a little... It's not the movie on on screen or it's not the movie done out on on the stage like they they do a good job of kind of changing the storyline a bit so it's not exactly the same thing mm-hmm. and one of the, so it's kind of told like the main characters are are Janice and Damien and I was like make sure you watch whatever Damien's wearing cuz like this big gay guy um and he like the first scene he comes out and he's wearing like an Alyssa Edwards shirt that just says beast and so naturally I was like losing my mind and there was another one where he, there's another scene where he's wearing like a Bianca Del Rio shirt um, so it was just kind of cool to see that, like, you know, drag will never be mainstream and it's like a part of like a wardrobe for a, a major production. So it was kind of cool. Pandering to their gay audience, but you Truly. liked it. it. It worked for you. It, I, 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 I was in the nosebleeds and I could still clock it. So I want to, I want to mention something. Speaking of clocking, I was listening to our episode recently of when we did the review of the Trixie and Katya show. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where Taylor is like. So what porn channels do you do you subscribe to? Like what, like all these questions about the porn, and then later he goes, "Well, you sounded really creepy when you were talking to Evan about porn." And I was like, "What are you talking? You j- like Evan? Please listen to it with that ear." I will. Please. I, I, I'm, I I I remember being confused as to what I was willing to admit on on the air, but I mm-hmm. it, well, it didn't creep me out. I just wasn't prepared for it. Well, like, no, yeah, because this is this is new to you. You're like, oh my Porn's god. Porn's not new to me. No, porn's not new to you, but this whole <laughs> podcasting thing is new to you. Meanwhile, I don't care. I'm an open book because I don't give a, I don't give a shit if people know that my favorite I'll tell you the porn stars are I'm, I'm gonna name the top I do this from time to time with people on podcasts. Like they'll want me to name like the top five porn stars. Mm-hmm. Um Michael Del Rey right now is number one. No, by the way, this moves all the time, right? Okay. Um, there was this porn star named oh my god how can I forgotten his name because it was like so important to me oh, I can't remember he was a co- he was from Cocky Boys I can't watch him anymore though because he looks crazy like my ex boyfriend oh yeah like insane how close they are right I'll remember him. Max Ryder Max Ryder I'm sure Max Ryder okay like they like they look identical 85 percent alike that's scary enough where i can't watch it anymore right uh i was a big oh i'm gonna tell you something i've grown up with brent everett and what i mean is Mm. i like brent everett when he was twinkie okay Mm. i I know brent everett don't worry oh yeah but here's what's funny is brent everett left porn for a while right and then he came back and when he came back he was going through this weird I don't know what you would call it, crisis. And so he he was coming back. He was 30 at this point, or maybe late 20s. And he's like, I'm 18. And I was like, uh, <laughs> somebody better tell this guy he doesn't look 18. But now it seems like he's like welcomed his new, like, I wouldn't call it daddy status, but older, you know, older, statesman. But he still looks like. I no, mean, I was, still looks the, like. The, what I was going to say is he looks better older than he did when he was a Twinkie. Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I'll send you something. Like, I'm telling you, he looks so much better. Oh, by the way, so everyone should know that today, uh, maybe I'll try and put the audio in this in this uh, recording. I was moving around in my chair, and I thought my chair sounded like <laughs> Latrice Royale. 
So I sent it to Evan and I sent it to Taylor. Evan wrote back, ha, ha, ha. Taylor was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, I had to listen to it twice, but I definitely, I appreciate the context. If you said that like clip by itself, I would have never understood it. But really? The fact that it, well, the, it was, the clip was titled like Latrice, like dot, whatever, whatever. So like, all right, I know what to look for here, but it was funny. I'll give you it. I thought it sounded so much like Latrice Royale going, uh. Oh. Well, I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe it was high. Whenever I think of Latrice, like I just think of that like insane cackle that is the happiest thing. Have you, you've, of all the drag queens you've seen live, who have you liked the most? Queens I've seen live? Ugh. Drag race queens. I haven't seen, I feel like I haven't seen that many drag race queens. I've, I saw um, Sasha Valore at DC Pride this year when mm-hmm. Rick was like the day after they filmed um, the finale and she yeah. was phenomenal because it was just like you know it was literally like 100 degrees it was so gross out and she was standing in the hot sun just like doing this like super slow number and like did not give a shit that it was like Pride and she should be singing some like you know Whitney Houston song or whatever it was very interesting to me I've had really good um, really good actually like experience seeing Alexis Michelle too I find her like way more captivating, like a smaller. I remember like, club this. You're yeah. a big Alexis Michelle fan. I I I I am. I like her. Uh, and so, what a, do you think of all the hate that comes towards her? I get it. I really do get it. And I like. Do I? I don't think she deserves it, but I definitely understand where people come from with it. I don't think it's justified, but honest, like that season, she was probably the easiest to dislike. Do you think she's a cute boy? Um, I would say someone would find her attractive. It's not for me, or I don't find him attractive personally. But like, I of get, all the like, drag queens as boys, who do you who are you like? Oh, that he does it for me. Um, well, obviously Pearl. Ugh. But that's that's like I mean that's like no, the no, no 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 that's not obvious because with, uh, with when Daniel was on the show and Taylor, they made fun of me. Really? They oh they did not agree with me at all. Taylor doesn't agree with me. Taylor's not a big Pearl fan. Boy, why? Ugh, I couldn't I mean, stop looking Pearl, at Pearl. Pearl is just I mean perfect and yeah for a bisexual's dream i think april carry on is stunning wait for a bisexual are you bisexual no 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 no. i'm saying no there was that one episode where pearl like they did like the the two and one looks <laughs> oh yeah and she yeah, was yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. half boy half girl and someone's like oh it's a bisexual's fantasy oh, i'm not bisexual. your your drag race memory is too good for me okay go ahead who uh, else I think april carry on is stunning mm, i've mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh let's see those are the two that come in my mind immediately. I know I'll forget or like I'll regret not mentioning someone else's names recently. I thought Fifi was really good looking, um, like in season four. I thought Fifi I was could very good. Adore season six was cute, but All Stars Two was like Ooh. And then mm, I saw so Adore much. in person at Drycon and we were standing right next to each other and she looked sick. That's why I didn't recognize really? her at first. Yeah. And then um I'm gonna t- I'm gonna confess some that are like kind of embarrassing. I actually find Aja cute as a boy. I will. I'll get on board with that. I do too. Like, am I like, oh my god? No, no. But I'm like, you know what? I get this. Cute. It's like, and it's that like Ao Fifth. Like he's like kind of like that like dumb kid that, like sits in the back of your class. So it's just like, kind of y- yes. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought. No, I'm 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 here for that for sure. Okay, I think personality wise, I um. Now that I know more about Valentina, I'm not. But when Valentina was first on, I thought he was really cute as a boy. I've changed. I've evolved. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah, that he uh, Valentina never did it for me because my my best friend and roommate is uh, is Latino, and I like we joke that he literally looks just like Valentina, which he does. 
And so for me, I was just like, even if you were attractive, I can't not see you, George. His name's Jorge, but mm-hmm. yeah, never, never did it for me. Um, who else? I'm thinking like earlier seasons. Well, we'll come back to this because this week the queens are tested on the knowledge of their respective partners and perform their best celebrity impressions for RuPaul's version of the classic 60s show, Laugh-In. Oh, you know, I have a lot of questions for you this episode. Team Yarlex is going already. <laughs> team Yarlexis was named this week's winning team, while teams Latrilla and Brown Flowers went head-to-head in a lip-sync battle for their lives. Latrice repped for her team while Tammy did her best for Brown Flowers. In the end, Latrilla was asked to stay while Brown Flowers was asked to sashay away. Evan, per your recommendation, name one thing you liked about this episode and two things you did not. Um, first of all, I know what you're going to ask me. No, I don't know what a gaffin is or what a laughin was. Mm-hmm. Did not get that reference. Um, things that I did not like. Oh, things I liked first. The one thing I did like was Manila this episode. I thought Manila was very strong as Madonna, and I really liked her moment of talking about coming out and with her girlfriend and kind of being super depressed and suicidal at one point. Um, I think that was kind of a a nice humanizing moment that I don't think we really got from her in season three. Mm -hmm. And it was the one time that I actually appreciated getting like that side of her. Um, Things I didn't like, obviously the the challenge just was not great. We could talk about that more, but I just thought the challenge was terrible from concept i i appreciate it you know as an idea of like a way to elevate the snatch game to this new level but it just didn't work um and i didn't like tammy going home i thought it was i mean deserved maybe but it was sad to see her go i don't know i don't know if i would agree with the deserved part believe it or not i don't know if i'd agree with that uh, okay no she deserved to go but it was just sad Mm. because i think she got i mean she just got got the raw end of the deal there i think uh, one thing that I liked, Tammy Brown, I always liked Tammy Brown, so I'm, I'm going to struggle next week. Uh, two things well, I did not. this wasn't already a struggle? I know. I know. Can you imagine my, the best part about the show is it just left. It means Jeez. it gets more, and then knowing what we know is, I think next week, isn't it Latrilla? Yes, it is, which is sad. And so it just gets more and more boring. Yeah. There's just no no coming back from it. <laughs> anyway, uh, two things I didn't like. Um, I did not like the challenge. I agree with you. And I did not like the special guest judge, Vicki Lawrence. Did you know who she was? She was on the Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett show. Correct. But I recognized her face, but I could not tell you more than that. Did you know the character Mama? No. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get into this. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah. unlike unlike Taylor, I don't get angry. I laugh. <laughs> yeah, I was a little fearful there for a little bit. Now, you get mad, yeah. and there were some things where, like, for instance, he brought up reality bites. Like, I tried to make this point, but he cut me off. I saw reality bites when it came out. I have never watched it again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened in this movie. I know it was famous at the time. It had a killer soundtrack. And I think if you're in the 90s, early alternative music, you would like it. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember he made, mentioned that plot point. I forgot Ben Stiller was in it. Uh, Who? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I'm kidding. All right. Uh, so let's, we might finish this episode so fast. I'm so excited. Uh, after some inane banter between the girls, RuPaul entered to announce this week's mini challenge. Now, for today's mini-challenge, we're going to play a game to find out how well you newlyweds really know each other. 
Hey, Queens, where do you like to have fun? In the butt roof. Welcome to In the Butt Roof. Okay, so then what they did was they played a version of the newlywed game. Now, Evan, are you aware of the newlywed game? Am I aware? I, I mean, I'm aware of the concept. Was it, a tele, was it actually a show? It was actually a game show. Okay. And actually, even the title comes from a very famous newlywed game episode uh, where the... Um, you, know, you know what? I'm going to turn on at the risk of making computer fan noise. I'm going to turn it on so you can hear it. Okay? Okay. But what happened was... So it was hosted by this guy named Bob Eubanks. Mm-hmm. And they would bring on... You got to be married under two years. And they would ask these types of questions. Uh, of the of the newlyweds and, and then the winning newlywed couple uh who got the most questions right would win like you know a new living room set or something okay so i'm gonna it comes from a very famous game show moment from the newlywed game and here it is evan last of our five point <laughs> questions girls tell me where specifically is the weirdest place that you personally girls have ever gotten the urge to make whoopee and that's from the 70s i was gonna say that's big time in the 70s good lord yeah so that's where that that's you see there you go little insight this is this is what i love about drag race and people always ask me when like they'll be like oh like you know what's so good about it or like why you know, mm-hmm. you know, like they've never heard of it. They'd be like, "Oh, like describe it to me." Not a single like second of that of this show is like wasted on an opportunity to make some sort of reference that, like, I mean, in the butt could be like literally any like you know, as a like gay person anytime. You that's an obvious joke to you. Yeah. But I had no idea. But now I should assume that it's something. There's the reference of some moment in pop culture. That's funny. yeah, and I think especially in the earlier days, because you know, after I think it was after season seven, the entire crew was fired. Mm-hmm. Everybody was fired. So I feel like even pre season seven and stuff, it was a lot more referential pop culture wise. And so you, yeah. I, I don't think it's as as much as it was then. Or if it is, it's much more current. They're not going to make newlywed game references. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, during the game, some of the girls knew each other very well, while others seemed to struggle with the challenge. So what we're going to do is we're going to actually... I, try, I was going to do a whole thing where I cut this up in a fancy way, but I was like, let's just play the fucking challenge. It actually does well for audio, and we'll comment along via almost like untuck style. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let me get my cocktail. Raven. Who will Jujubee say has a tighter tuck? You or Jujubee? Me. Jujubee said? <laughs> Raven does. All right. Okay, that's back. a point for Raven. All right. Latrilla. Latrice, what kind of boy underwear does Manila prefer to wear? I'm going to say boxer briefs. All right. Manila said? An itsy bitsy teeny weeny yellow polka dot bikini. Sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to stop it right there. We're going to play a game. Okay. Let's take a moment. The question is, do you have pen and paper with you? I don't, but I have an iPhone. Okay. Um, I'm gonna Available use... at Apple. Ding. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to write down what kind of underwear. Is that what, is, what kind of underwear are you wearing right now? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to write down my answer. You and I don't know each other very well, though. So we're actually, oh, this is going to be fun. We're okay. actually like... Um, Latrice and Manila, because they didn't apparently. Who's know who? 
Latrice is the big black one. That's me. <laughs> and you're Manila because you had a boyfriend that died. I'm I'm cross. <gasps> he doesn't. No, I didn't. I told you that in confidence. I've. God, I use my last name here. Jesus Christ. All right. Have you written um, down your answer? No. I want to pull up the like the fun. Okay, hang on. I just found this new like little typey thing. Okay, what kind of underwear mm-hmm. you think? Do I think you're wearing? Uh-huh, and I'm gonna guess what kind I think you wear. Okay, wear or wearing? Whatever. Like currently or in general? Um. Well, for me, the answer is the same. Is the answer the same for you? It's not the same. Oh, really? Uh, we'll do yeah. both. We'll do both. Okay. Mine is the same answer. All right. And go okay i'm gonna say actually usually you wear boxers but right now you're wearing nothing because you just got home uh no i actually don't have any pairs of boxers oh really i'm currently wearing compression shorts because i bought them when i thought i was going to be fit but i don't actually work out anymore no i get made fun of because i have this weird thing with underwear like i i've never really invested in like good pairs of underwear i don't get it i'll do this thing I'll go to TJ Maxx and I'll just find these like $6 like packs of seven. And I'll just like, I, I, my boyfriend rips on me all the time. He'd be like, why the hell do you have Jeep branded underwear? Well, no, it's like, cause they were $8 hold for on. four. Hold like, on for a second. Let's talk this out here. Look, do I believe in having a couple of pairs of nice underwear? If yes, here's why. If you're going to go to out to get laid. Okay. And you are like, I know people are going to see my underwear, mm-hmm. you know, and because I want people to see my underwear. Yeah. Maybe have one pair, one nice pair, two nice pairs, right? But for every day to have a piece of cloth that rubs up against your dick and ass, why does it need no. to be fancy? And no one's going to see. Did anyone see your underwear today besides you? No, nobody. Exactly. And if they did, there was some soul on the un- like on the metro that like yeah. was subjected to like when I dropped my iPhone. But like no, or also like, but your boyfriend by this point is like, I don't care what underwear it is, take it off. Well, that's my thing. It's you know, someone's like, oh well, you should have them. Even your point, like, oh, when you want to go get laid, like, if I'm out somewhere and we're like having a good time, and then like we like, I actually like agree to have to go home with you. If we get home and like, I'm not gonna like kick you out because you have gross underwear on. Like, by then, I've already committed. Like, I'm gonna tell you something. Of all the people I've hooked up with, I cannot tell you what underwear they were wearing. Yeah, who remembers? Yeah, they end up on the floor anyway. Who cares? Yeah. I can't remember. Any Someone other. probably cares. Yeah. Okay, so compression shirts. What what you're wearing right now? What do you usually wear? Usually, I'll wear just literally whatever's clean. I I have like really stupid like off brand TJ Maxx. Like I can I have like Jeep branded. I have. Like, but what? But like, like, is it like a style of underwear though? What do you prefer? Briefs. So boxer briefs. I guess you would call them briefs. I guess that they're the ones that like they. They're not like the bikini cut. They like come like down. Oh yeah. Oh, that's they're my favorite like cut. shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the cutest yeah. underwear. Oh, you wear cute underwear. They're cute. They're yeah. cute. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they're cute, but then yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. It also depends on the kind of pants I'm wearing that day because sometimes they bunch up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think you wear boxers, and I'm holding up my phone with a little ding, ding, ding. No boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay. No, you write down what you're wearing. You don't write down what you think I'm gonna wear. Oh, did I fuck that up already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on. Okay, let's move on okay. to this. We're gonna play this. Okay, we're gonna next one. <laughs> next up, Alexis. Oh, All right, Alexis. Same question. She likes to wear women's panties. Pantaletas. Yeah. Panties. <laughs> we got a match. 
Next up, brown flowers. Tammy Brown, same question. We have to sniff the flowers. <laughs> this is why I love her. She likes to wear grass. Grass underwear? Grass underwear, because it's always green. What does that mean? Tammy, back to earth, Mama. Come back to earth. Nina said... Boxers. Boxers. Ah, not a match. Jujubee, same question. She doesn't wear underwear. She goes commando. I can see the bulge. Okay. (laughs) And Raven said... Nice. (laughs) (laughs) The devil wears nada. We got a match. All right, next question. Latrice. What is Manila's favorite RuPaul song? Uh, oh, so think about it. We'll play through this, and then we'll reveal it after we play through this, okay? Oh, jeez. Um, I'm going to say don't be jealous of my boogie. Manila says... I like the classics. Supermodel of the oh, world. Wow. Not a match, but I see you two are really in sync, aren't you? <laughs> Next up. Okay, I think that's it. Let me see. Chad. All right, Chad. When sleeping in a... Okay. I'm going to go... I'm going to guess yours. I actually think you've, I think you've already confessed this to me. Oh, I did send you that playlist, but I don't think I told you. I thought... I, I seem to remember that Rocket to the Moon is your favorite RuPaul song. You think that's my favorite song? I thought you told me that once. I think it's my favorite current song. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. So you what, what did you write down? Oh, I have to write it down still. Hang on. Oh, wait, you didn't write it down? I mean, I, I could tell you. I don't what is it? Down. It's okay. not going to be. My favorite song by her is the, um, it's the song that they play when, on the All-Stars runway. It's like Sexy Drag Queen. Oh, yeah. Um, the Daddy, what did I, like, that's like the, I think it's called like Boop Da Da Beep, whatever, like mm-hmm. remix. I love that. Okay. I'll like, and- I'll, like, I'll like walk down the street and like, feel very like fun <laughs> and funky. It's like going All to right. McDonald's. What is your guess for me? I think your guess is probably supermodel or call me mother. No, sissy nope, that walk. Sissy that walk. Okay, mm-hmm. a big sissy really? that walk fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. Next I, question. I can see that. Yeah, it's a good song. Bad. Does Chanel prefer to be on top, on the bottom, Ooh, or is she versatile? been so long <laughs> write your answer down Evan. i would say chanel it. likes to be on top and chanel said you know me way too well darling <laughs> we've got a match all right same okay so this one i'm gonna allow even more variations because i'm, I'm gonna make it top bottom verse top or verse bottom oh god okay my answer is still the same Okay. I don't think we're going to change, but okay. Um, hmm. That's a tough one with you. I can't get a sense because usually I could get like, you know, uh, we have a mutual friend and I would be like, ugh, what a fucking bottom. So that means I'm about to go with, oh, I'm Ooh. still, <laughs> I'm still going to go with, I'm going to go with top. I am absolutely a top. Wow, there yeah. it is, right there. Okay, go ahead, here's your guess. That's, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say a verse top. Whoa! Point hey. for you! I get to talk wow. about um, Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah, I feel like we're on grinder again. <laughs> here we go. Question, Tammy Brown. 
Well, Nina likes to climb up the stairs and go down the stairs and get under the sheets, and she's very versatile. All right, Nina says. Oh my god! This is the best joke right here, darling. That's nothing to be ashamed of. That's why they're brown flowers. <laughs> I'm afraid we're out of time. That means Ruju B, you've won. Ah! Okay. <laughs> All right. So stupid what, challenge. You know what though? I didn't hate it for this season. For this season. Yeah. But uh, look, this season is so bad. Like any other season, I would be like, oh, what a horrible challenge. But this one, I was like, this season is so boring, and we got to see their personalities a little bit more. I was pro Very true. this challenge. Next, RuPaul announced this week's main challenge. For this week's All-Star Challenge, you'll be starring in the most hilarious show on television. RuPaul's Gaffin. <laughs> As comedy duos, you'll be performing and writing original jokes for a classic-style sketch show. And here's the really fun part. You'll be appearing doing your best celebrity impersonation. And we'll be joined on the show by our extra special guest judge, Vicky Lawrence as Mama. Yeah! Oh my god. Okay, so you have no idea who like you never heard of the show Mama's Family or the character Mama from Carol Burnett show or anything? Like when I you mean, saw I, the character, were you like, Are you never seen that character before? I'll admit when I first saw it, I did not realize that she was different from the guest judge. <laughs> like I couldn't even differentiate. I just thought it was some woman. Um Uh huh. But no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I know she was on the Carol Burnett show, and I know she's like a big deal. But I, I knew nothing about this character. I think you're being generous with she's a big deal. Well, she would someone would recognize her at least. Oh, uh, Taylor and I know someone who loves Mama, loves Vicky Lawrence. She was going to sing at a concert somewhere, but he lives in Rogers, Arkansas, and she's going to oh. sing at a nearby amphitheater. And he was so mad that it sold out before he could get tickets. I have I have questions about that. I know there's so many questions. Like one, it's sold out. <laughs> there's a, a what, what is like an amphitheater? Is that like the back room of a Chili's? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, no people idea. are gonna write horrible things to you. Now, I, I, I'm but this kidding. Was, okay, so Laughing was a show, like a variety show in the '60s. A lot of these elements that you see them do this week were elements that were on the show, like the joke wall, and mm-hmm. uh, there were these two hosts, um, Rowan and Martin. Okay, I don't know what their first names were, but those were their last names. And they would like they were basically what Rue and Mom were Mama were doing in the okay. beginning. They would like introduce sort of these clips, and people would be talking to them, and and so all these elements were part of laughing. It was very 1960s, actually, where actress Goldie Hawn got her start oh. on laughing, and it was just like six. It was very mod 60s, and that's sort of why they brought that that runway look worked with it. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, now what I want to do is I want to run through who all because we're not we're only going to cover Team Latrilla and Team Brown Flowers. So to give everyone their due, I'm going to go through each person's character, and uh, except one of them I can't remember, but I know I know you'll remember. And then you tell me if you heard of them. So the first one, obviously, no one had heard of her. Uh, Nina Flowers played La Lupe. Had no idea. I have no idea who and that is either. I, I googled it, her, and I, I still can't find much more than what than what Nina said. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure she's. But you know. was she like a singer? Or was she like a comedian? Or what was she's, 
she was apparently so when you google her the first thing that comes up it says she's like the queen of latin soul which i'm sure she to some specific demographic she definitely is but i just i don't i can't find much of her music i yeah and well she died fairly young too and you look like an old lady Mm -hmm. okay so here this is just the first song that comes up on youtube Okay. All right. All right. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I get Let's it. See what she I mean, gets. She's, see what she's doing yeah. there. All right. Easy enough. Easy peasy Japanesey. Uh, okay. So I don't even know what that means, by the way. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like something like an eighty-year-old World War II veteran would say. I but say, uh, I think my grandma said that. <laughs> okay. Let's go through. Okay. Here, next person. Tammy Brown played Tammy Faye Mesner. She used to be Tammy Faye Baker. Do you know who that is? I do know who Tammy Faye Baker is, and I—they're the same person. I don't. Yeah, why is why the name change? That's weird too. She so she did eventually remarry, and she became Tammy Faye Mesner right before she mm-hmm. died. But yeah, she's more famous as Tammy Faye Baker. She's the super like she's like the evangelicus like she was selling yeah. makeup right. Well, she just knows she wore a lot of makeup. Now, before people were correct me, maybe she didn't remarry and she just dropped the Baker name. I don't know. But, yeah, mm. she was like a famous – she was married to a, a televangelist who was caught cheating. and But she used to go on these shows. But for some reason, gay guys love her. Well, t- Sharon Needles has her tattooed on him. Yeah, and RuPaul was like friends with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did you did – you, are you aware of her as a personality or just knew she existed? I'm aware of her as a personality, and I'll admit it was because when I watched Sharon Needles, I'm obsessed with tattoos, so when I heard that he had that tattooed, I like had to know about her. Yeah, and what, 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 as a young gay man, what did you think of her? As a young, I mean, I just thought I was looking at a drag queen. Like, I thought she was funny. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, the, she visually just is, like, caked on. I haven't watched a whole lot of, like, her videos or, like, things that she's done, but, I mean, I feel like she's... She'd be on like the 700 Club if she was alive today, right now. <laughs> well, she was on one called PTL for okay. Praise the Lord. And then oh, it all God. collapsed around it. All right. Yara Sophia was Charo. Hmm. Did that did you know who that was? I do know I do know who Charo was. Charo's been on also, I mean, I know who she was before this, but she's been on like actual episodes of Drag Race, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has. I think she's on C you I thought you would know. I think you're the expert here. Is it she, season she, she, three? Season two? Three, but then I think she also came out at one of the finales recently. It was yeah. kind of outrageous. But no, I, yeah, I know who Chara was. Okay. Was, I can't remember who Lexus played. Who did Lexus Mateo play? Lexus was uh, Shakira. Shakira, thank you. That, I mean, and that then, says something yeah, okay. to her, how well she did as her, but... Yeah, exactly. She looks like her. Okay, Raven played B. Arthur. Do you know who B. Arthur is? I do know who B. Arthur was. She was on Gilmore Girls, right? <laughs> I don't. Here's the funny thing. You're doing this like dry, like I'm a dumb twink sense of humor. I don't think people will get that. Nope. <laughs> I think I, I think you're making that mistake. Girls. Okay. Oh well, if they don't get it, then they don't have to order it. That's <laughs> that's pretty famous. So B. Arthur, yeah, and the no, young gays. I, I mean, B. Arthur is fantastic. I forgot. I was just watching B. Arthur recently. There was a, she was on a roast of somebody. I, mm-hmm. I got really into roast recently on Comedy Central, and she was on. Someone will tell me who it was, but she and she just killed it. She's a legend. Juju B was uh, Fran Drescher. Mm-hmm. You're aware of who Fran Drescher is? is? Yes, from the okay. nanny. Chad Michaels was Betty Davis. 
I do know who Betty Davis is. And I think it's also worth noting that to the All-Stars three queens, apparently the key to winning All-Stars is just to impersonate Betty Davis in some way. Because Chad did it. Okay. And then Alaska did it for no, she the... Did. She did. And that the acting challenge, didn't she? Oh, that's right. She was. They were doing. They did. They were doing. Um, um, whatever happened to Baby Jane? And she was a bit. She was Betty Davis. She was Betty Davis. You're mm-hmm. right. And then, um, but you know, also one of the funnier when you watch Battle of the Seasons videos, well, you know, they do snatch game at Battle of the Seasons. Uh, Jinx Monsoon Jinx. does a very funny Betty Phenomenal. Davis. Phenomenal. Yes. Yes. Uh, but have you ever seen a Betty Davis movie or where or any I've, kind of? So I yeah I took a my major in college was on was called um, popular and visual culture of American studies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so my fifth my fourth year like final like like fourth year seminar was about um, cinema and stardom so I watched a lot of like Betty Davis films so what happened to Baby Jane um, a lot of old Marilyn Monroe movies so I I was all very about Eve well. all about Eve yep hmm, interesting yeah so I'm into that I get it. How familiar are you with the gay icons from from like classic cinema, like uh, like Sunset Boulevard and Norma Desmond and Gloria Swanson, that whole thing? I, apparently not. You've never seen Sunset Boulevard? I haven't. It's, I I have a list of movies from from that class that I, I didn't, that was one I never got to watch. But so I like to recommend these movies for mm-hmm. young gay people. And was this like a gay cinema class or something? I mean, I made it gay, but no. Okay, it was, and it was, it was it was mostly like it was classic movies like may west we did a lot of um well could have been gay obviously mm-hmm. um streetcar named desire a lot of old marlon brando stuff like that but it wasn't gay specific um and what i was gonna say is i think a lot of times the young gays who aren't exposed to a lot of uh classic films they think oh they're gonna be boring right sunset mm-hmm. boulevard is not boring sunset boulevard is so fucking Good. I will right. say I I love All About Eve, right? I love it. But I don't know if I'd recommend it to someone right off the bat because there are parts of it that feel like a play and it's kind of slow. It is great, mm-hmm. but it's slow. Sunset Boulevard is not like that. Sunset Boulevard is so fucking good. Have you seen Mommy Dearest? I've seen Mommy Dearest. Mm-hmm. And I was what are your thoughts my, on it? I, I thought it was interesting. I, I mean, I, I appreciate it. It wasn't my favorite, but it, I mean... I can see why people like why it was a big deal, and I. Well, it was no, it was not a big deal. It was just made fun of. But you know what? Well, no, the no, first... no, why why people why why people reference it now, or why why it's you know what I mean? I would recommend going with a gay audience next time they show it in a theater for like a gay mm-hmm. thing or something, and seeing it because when you see it with that through that lens, or you see it multiple times, it starts you start to get it. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, meh, yeah, you know. And then the more I've seen it and the more, I mean, I've seen it millions of times now, but like the more I got into it, I saw it, I've seen it several times with with audiences and I'm like, oh my God, this is the fucking greatest thing ever. So I, I, I'm a big fan of camp and like that kind of, like that, that world. If I can defend my, my ignorance, um, one of my favorite movies actually is Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Yeah, but that's like, it's widely considered a great film now by the way same director of some like it hot is the same director as sunset boulevard oh well that's billy wilder yeah billy wilder directed something like it but hot. that's billy one of those movies where i was i was hesitant to watch it at first because yeah i had that mindset oh it's just gonna be boring and it's just so old blah blah, blah but it's fucking hilarious 
Yeah, there's look, this is not a cinema review podcast, but one day we'll have a conversation where it's there's not, even like silent bye. movies. Yeah, goodbye. There there are silent movies that I'm like, wow, that's actually really fucking good. Like I recommend anyone who's hesitant about silent movies to watch Harold Lloyd Safety Last. First of all, the great thing about silent movies are short. It's like it's like an hour, right? Mm-hmm. But safety everyone's like, oh Charlie Chaplin. I think Charlie Chaplin movies are kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Safety Last is so not boring. Buster Keaton, too. If you watch a Buster Keaton movie, they're, they're very, very interesting. They're like, a lot going on. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, Chanel played Lucille Ball. You ha- yeah. Of course you know. Yeah, you know of course Lucille you know Lucille Ball. Ball. Yeah. Come on. Um, excuse me. She visually nailed it. I thought she looked very good. But, I mean, until the very end there, I, it didn't translate very well, yeah. I thought. But Manila played Madonna. So you know who Fantastic. That okay. I've heard of her. That was your favorite. And then Latrice played Oprah Winfrey. Deep fried butter. butter. Do you think Rue didn't really get that? when he, she, No, she got it. They, she they, totally they, got it. She was know. going for a moment. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She, she, she's not a good actress. Rue's no, not a good not. actress. She's a terrible actress. So I never believe that stuff. Okay, so you know who those people are. Mm-hmm. All right. So like I said, we're gonna only really focus on we're only gonna really focus on two of the teams. Team Latrilla is up first. And here they discuss their characters for this week's challenge. Who are you gonna be? I think I'm gonna be Madonna. I think there's more yeah, I can work with. Now I was tossed up between Oprah and Della, but like And I think there's Probably more you can work with with Oprah. Deep fried butter. <laughs> <laughs> You're so in love with that joke because it's going to come up right here during their table visit with Rue. Team Latrilla faced a little pushback. Latrice, what character are you doing? I can just say one thing: deep fried butter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Paula Dean? No. But Oprah loves deep fried butter, too. Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) Have you ever done Oprah before? Never. First time. During the gaff-in cocktail party, Latrice had trouble with her words. I heard you went to the doctor recently. (laughs) Oh, shit. So is this a do-over or is this a take-two? I heard you went to the doctor recently. (laughs) I heard you went to the doctor recently. I had a little itch down there. Was it crabs? Well, I guess it was fruit flies. Apparently, my cherry had rotted. <laughs> During the Howdy Roo segment, they tried their best. Howdy Roo! Well, what brings you two here? Well, we heard you were giving away free African babies. You get an African baby! You get an African baby! You get an African baby! <laughs> Finally, the joke wall was a challenge. Of all the queens. No, that's me. Oh, was that? <laughs> oh I'm sorry. Let me fuck that up. So we're having some technical issues. Sorry, this thing came off. <laughs> Can we do that one this more time? This thing came off. Of all the queens, who would you sleep with, Madonna? Jujube. Because her body is tempurpedic. <laughs> I don't. I don't get that joke. I mean, I, I think is it a padding reference? But like, what's wrong with having oh, like expensive padding? I didn't get it until you said that. Because oh, like go rob a couch, but oh, thank but you for explaining that. that. I mean, All right. So, what were your like, thoughts? Which queen would you sleep on? Maybe. 
What were your thoughts on the performance of Team Latrilla? Uh, um, so I thought Latrice, uh, not Latrice. I thought Manila was fantastic as Madonna and looked creepily looked like her. I don't know what's funny about gap teeth. People who can't afford orthodontic procedures like shouldn't be made fun of. But I, I don't know. She was she was very funny. She had the voice down and like definitely carried her through. I feel bad for Latrice because I think she probably thought it would do, it would co- convey better than it actually did when they performed mm-hmm. it. But it was just, it was, it was Latrice just in a blue dress. There was like, how do you really be Oprah? Someone mentioned that she should have played Aretha Franklin. I'm like, that would have made so much more sense. But she did Aretha Franklin when she was on Snatch Game of season four. Oh, did she? And she oh, would have see, been read is, for that. Yeah. This is why you are good. She played Aretha. Oh. Yeah, because she was like, oh, I got no respect. And yeah, she was Aretha. Now, she mentioned it was between Oprah and Della Reese. Do you know who Della Reese is? I can tell you I don't actually know who Della Reese is. You know, I only vaguely know. I know she, I, I don't, I think she was famous as a singer a long time ago, but I know that she was an actress in later life. Later in life, she was like a, she was like a larger African-American woman actress. She was untouched by an angel. Okay. But uh, I don't know what her whole life history is. I feel like she came to very late. I'm making things up, basically, what I'm trying to say. Okay, but did you have any other thoughts on Team Latrilla? Uh, I mean, do I have any thoughts? No. I mean, it, was good. Look, it wasn't good. I want to mention this because it's going to come up later. They ate shit on the mini challenge. Okay? They ate shit on the mini challenge. Yep. You liked her Madonna. I thought her Madonna was like, okay, why did you like Manila's Madonna so much? Maybe I liked it because it was, it just wasn't terrible. I think she had like that whole kind of crazy, like full of shit, like persona down pretty well. Her, I think mm-hmm. her voice was paradoxical. No, it was a, not paradoxical. It's the wrong word. It was, it was the right imitation, but it wasn't like too much. I think vision, mm-hmm. maybe visually she just looked like very much like her. And maybe right. I thought that like I would have loved to. I remember thinking like, oh my god, if any, if only the queens from from season eight or nine had just like done this look, maybe they wouldn't have tarnished Kimono Gate. But yeah, it just it was whatever. And then uh, you, you now I I thought it was fine. And yeah. then you have her uh, the Oprah, which was terrible, right? It was just nothing. It was blah. You just I don't know like why do it was. I mean, Oprah just doesn't have enough. I mean, she does, but like, it's not enough that could really convey well. In that people game. have done Oprah and they've done funny versions of Oprah, mm-hmm. but you have to be funny. And yeah, it, it, I think it's, you can do it, but it, I wouldn't say it's tough to pull off. But you have to have some chops. You can't just say deep fried butter, you, you know, get or it like this. you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's just too on the nose. And so I just think she thought, oh, by being large and black, I'll just pull it off. Right. And saying Which is what she did with Aretha, and it worked, but... Which is funny, because actually you can pull that shit off on Snatch Game. Uh Mm-hmm. But you can't pull it off, really, on this one, on on Laughing. I get the sense they had to write their own jokes, too. They, I think they know they did because there was that whole segment about them talking about, oh, I'm a funny bitch, but I don't write no jokes. Like, I think yeah, it's yeah. all up to them. Yeah. And so I think this exposed that. And that's why, and this becomes a debate later with uh, Brown Flowers, is I think Brown Flowers was great, but on the judges panel, the, there was a discussion about whether, well, let's move on. Let's move on to Brown Flowers. All right. 
In the workroom, Tammy and Nina discuss their characters for the week. What's the name of your celebrity again? Oh, Tammy Faye Messner. Tammy? Tammy Faye Messner. Faye Messner. I'm in doing La Lupe. La Lupe. La Lupe. La Lupe. During their table visit with Rue, Team Brown Flowers faced a little pushback. Hey, what's up, Brown Flowers? Hey, Rue. What celebrities are you doing? I'm doing um, the Queen of Latin Soul, La Lupe. Oh, wow. What is La Lupe's claim to fame? La Lupe was Cuban. Yeah. And she was um, banished from the, her country by the government. And what's really ironic is that she vanished from the musical industry because of her drug abuse. Now ensues the hilarity. But she was really funny. Her English was tragic. I guess the challenge is going to be the fact that most of our audience doesn't know who she is. Who are you doing? I'm going to do Tammy Faye Messner. Yes. <laughs> well, how long, is it, how long has it been since we've seen each other? <laughs> how are you at telling jokes? Do you have comedy in your routine? No, I just sing songs and people laugh. Are you able to tell jokes? No, I don't tell jokes. Girl. I just want to sing songs and dance around and people laugh. <laughs> I love well, that. That's cute, but that's not what the challenge calls for, is it? This isn't something that I normally do, write jokes. So, I don't give a hoot. I'm not going to worry. I'm going to rely on my natural ability to make people laugh. A political refugee and a Tammy Faye who doesn't tell jokes. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. All right. Thank you. Okay, I I, I struggled to cut this clip up. It was longer than usual because there's a lot of important... First, I wanted to hear about La Lupe. We can hear that struggle. But also... I want to talk, but I want to talk about Tammy Brown's response, which is strangely kind of healthy. It's well, like she says, "I don't, I don't write jokes. This is what I do. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do the best job I can. And if I don't, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work." I, you think it's healthy, like healthy for her, or healthy in? Yeah, healthy for her. I, it's a I good, agree. Like, I mean, that's what makes her fantastic, and I it's think not, her. Yeah, go ahead. Her off the cuff is like her like that's what makes her interesting. But for a challenge where you have to write things, I feel like you kind of have to. No, I agree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying they're trying to make it seem like oh she's a crazy person because she said like I don't write jokes, so I'm just gonna do the best I can and go out there. Even when you see when they get eliminated later. Anyway, we're not we're not done. (laughs) Stop right there. Did you spoil this for me? I know. During the Gaffin cocktail party, Tammy seemed to confuse Vicky Lawrence. Hi, Mama. Are you wearing any lashes? No, Chica, I'm too old for that. Are you girls wearing lashes? Yes! How do you put them on? Duh! With, With glue! glue. Ha! <laughs> I don't get that joke. What? Like, how else would you put, put lashes on? But that's where Is I that- think... I don't know. That's why I think Tammy's kind of brilliant. Like maybe that's the joke. I don't know. Is she is she mocking like the whole like the idea, idea of a joke? The idea, like or like the whole thing of the the whole like performance of getting a drag. Like of course you put glue, like lashes on with glue. How else do you do you grow them? I don't know. Are they implying that she's not a real woman? Like how? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. On the joke, while Team Brown Flowers continued 
to struggle. It's another long clip, but it's because I didn't know how to. It's, I love, love Tammy I'm Brown so, so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so bad at this stuff. Knock, knock. Who's that? Loco. Loco who? Locomotion! <laughs> choo, choo, choo! <laughs> Nana! Yes! <laughs> yes? I love her so much. What is it, my joke? Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let's try again. Sorry, everybody. Oh, God, I'm so confused. I'm so sorry. Sorry, I'm so bad at this stuff. Oh, my God, Tommy, come on. Okay, sorry about that, Nina. Miss Lupe. What's up? Victoria Parker or Miss Piggy. Honk, honk. <laughs> I think the rhythm and the joke wall was a little off-skelter, but that's what made it work. Lupe, peekaboo. Pika who? Tootsie Lou. That's who. What does that even mean? What does that That's why I love her. I don't know. I love how like they literally could have like the producers could have just literally said to each queen like, okay, I want you to tell me, say back to earth, Tammy, or what? And they could have used it for literally anything Tammy ever said. I know. On elimination day, Tammy seemed to make the best of their situation. How you think you guys did? There was a chance that we might be in the bottom two because I was impersonating someone that probably the judges won't know who it was. It's okay that you did because you're my partner and I support you. You see, very healthy approach to the whole competition. On the judges panel, Tammy continued to view their plight with a sense of humor. My comedy's rye. Hey, that's okay. Put some butter on it. I'm Tammy Brown, and I'm going to spin your head round and round. <laughs> it's my gift to the world. Uh, okay, Evan, Ayers, what were your thoughts on the performance of Team Brown Flowers? Oh, God. It's, I, again, because I know I like Tammy a lot, and I want to say, I, I, I'm laughing, but I think, not to agree with Santino, but I think I'm laughing for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think you can do these kinds of challenges with characters that people don't know very well and you can make them funny. And I think there's a way that you can kind of make it as an opportunity for people to learn about. It's like, like when like Jinx did little Edie, for example, like mm-hmm. I'll admit, I didn't know who little Edie was. I didn't know what great gardens was, but I st- like, it was still very funny and I got it and I wanted to learn. Have you more. seen it since then? I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But it was because of Jinx, but it just, I think they, she just, Nina particularly failed to, to kind of convey that or to kind of make it funny. And poor Tammy. I mean, I'm, I'm, she looked just like her, but again, it was, it was visually her. And I think it was just Tammy performing and which for a certain challenge might be interesting enough, but it just, it was not. It, and that was a good note on Tammy, which was that she was funny as Tammy, but she wasn't really doing an impression of Tammy Faye Mesner. Yeah, and I get the impression that Tammy herself is such a character in I don't know his his legal name, but I get the impression that Tammy is such a character to begin with, that to ask Tammy to do another character is that's just almost not that's just not something that he does. 
Yeah, but you know, watching this, though, I would make the argument that I don't know that they should have gone home. Like, look, we knew that they, the poor Nina Flowers, that being paired with Tammy Brown, that it was going to be very difficult to make it to the end. But, and I, I don't know if I said this in the episode last time, I'm not a big Nina Flowers fan. So yeah, I didn't really I care that. that much. You you get that or don't get that? No, I get that. I'm sure for sure. I get not being a huge fan. Yeah, and so it was like, okay, well, they went maybe an episode earlier than I would have wanted them to go, you know. Um, but I didn't think they were necessarily the worst, especially when we go into our next topic, which is the looks. All right, so the first one we have up is Chad Michaels, mm-hmm. and she is wearing a '60s like mod black and white like very short dress with high like white thigh boots and this very like cute like bob wig cut um i personally love this look and i think it's quintessential like 60s like block um like very like basic but very sunny i'm sure Mm -hmm. like this is actually something that chad had from when the 60s (laughs) (laughs) chad Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think it's fabulous. I think it's a total toot. Uh, yeah, total toot. Thick, you know, does the challenge, fits the challenge, uh, nails. The wig looks a little... Uh, I don't know how, how... It's a little like Kate Goslin meets... Um, well, it's a very 60s style, but it, it looks kind of cheap, actually. Don't you think the wig looks mm-hmm. cheap in that picture? Yeah. But uh, her, outfit, her outfit looks great. I think she looks great. She fits the challenge. Uh, toot. Toot from Joe. Total toot. Next up, we have Raven... Um, who is giving us some Kool-Aid mixture man meets Tupperware party couture. Um, she has this blue, like aqua blue dress with these bright red leggings and white pumps with a, I forgot what, um, I forgot what Juju called it, but it, to me it looks like a Coco Peru wig. Oh all, yeah, it does. Uh huh. Um, I love this. This is like kind of like hot, like Miss Flintstone. What's, what was her name? Flintstone, the, the wife. Wilma. Wilma. Yeah, this is kind of like the top up is giving me like a little bit of Wilma realness. Um, kind of simple, but for the runway, like for the actual like theme of the runway, I think it's a total toot. All right, I, uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a marginal toot. I don't know how much I like the leggings, but I fit that they, but I feel that the leggings fit with the theme, so I'm gonna give it a pass. So I'll give it a toot. But I think it looks good. Toot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then next to Juju, I mean, I could pretty much say the same thing. The same pretty much wig for them as a team i think this was a very successful you know compliment for each other i'm mm-hmm. um, just wearing a yellow pea dress with purple leggings um with white uh, ankle strap heels her mug's beautiful kind of boring but as i said before i think juju is less for me fabulous for her she's less exciting in her looks and more about her performance so i'll give it a, a 60s boot a 60s boot. Yeah, I don't love it. I, I like this it. more than I like a Raven's outfit. Really? So I'm give it a two. Why do you like yeah. It more? Um, I don't think the make makeup's as severe. Also, I like the color combination, the pastels, more than I like the red with whatever Raven was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like it more. I'm a fan. That, that's two. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next I have. Do you have uh, Chanel next? Chanel, yeah. Um, Chanel is giving us a dress with arguable pepperonis on like on the print with this like m- the Muppet um, fringe from season episode ones from Manila not Manila excuse me do this over real quick 
Um, Chanel is giving us this dress with this like green fringe at the bottom that kind of looks like she stole it off of um, Mimi or Pandora's dress from the first episode. It's got this like pepperoni like print and this matching headband. Again, I'm sure this looks great for the 60s, but it's kind of a major boot for me. It's kind of a mess. Yeah, I think it's a miss here, too. Uh, I like the wig, actually, in, in terms of the band. But then, like, yeah, it, I'm actually fine with everything to waist up. And then waist down, it just falls apart. I hate the shoes. Yeah. I hate those, whatever those things are called. And then that fur weird thing at the bottom is just not good. It's a boot. There, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boot. All right. Who is next? Sorry, I'm having to pull this up. Next up is Alexis Mateo. Yeah, she is in a single silver dress that's like very much what's the right word? It's like a very like shiny metallic color with a gold pump and like a very basic generic like bump it wig um, with a purse. I remember looking at this and thinking it was very ill fitting and doesn't really show off her figure very well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of aluminum foil potato realness i think she looks beautiful the makeup's kind of severe but that's what i like about alexis i think this is a boot for me but with that being said i i get it i just don't it's not personally not for me yeah i just feel like it's it could have been on any challenge like it, i don't see what's particularly like 60s about it. i mean i guess mm-hmm. maybe the hair a little bit uh but um yeah it's yeah, fine it, like, it, it could it's... have been it could have been like future of drag it could have been you know Microwave ready anything. to go, bake at yeah. any of it would have worked for me. It just what didn't really Reynolds work. rap realness, yeah. Hey, I like it. It's a good drag name. Yeah. Song to the stage, Reynolds rapped. Yeah, I like it. You're right. Uh all right. Uh, I'm gonna give it a boot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up is is Yara Sophia wearing a oh yeah a two for one. She again has this very like typical or mock sixties, like blocked colors. Um, short dress with kind of a may I speak to your manager wig with glasses, mm-hmm. um, which she then takes off to reveal a bathing suit underneath a two piece with her gigantic fat body um, and just horrific. <laughs> Once figure. It, people don't know you're lying. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> she looks amazing. Um, it's a two piece. It's like kind of like this floral, um, like greenish blue uh, two piece and. She actually looks stunning, I think. Um, I can't tell which which of these looks are like more. I don't the the first look, the dress to me is very much sixties and I get that. The second one is not so much. I'm not sure if she did this because she was worried they were gonna be in the bottom and she wanted to give them a little more, but I think she would have looked great without even taking it off. But the two the two for one to me was a definite boot. A two, excuse me, boot, total two. Uh, I actually like the first outfit, like the multicolored, weird little short dress. I think it's very sick. I look, it looks great. I think she's giving me a little bit of boy body there. I feel, I feel like, uh, we would have gotten a clock for that, like season six, you know? Mm, okay. Like, I feel like we're getting some boy, boy body. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it seems a little boy body-ish there. So, um... Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give both I'm gonna give the first look a toot, the second look a boot. First a toot, second a boot. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next up, I may be out of order here, but I have Latrice. Yeah. Dressed in a um, I can you can call this a caftan or this giant sequin 
sequin sequence sequin mm-hmm. um blue dress belted at the waist with this high like you know styled wig um it's very shiny and very much what i expect out of a drag queen that is serving brunch at on a saturday um it's kind of very much on par with latrice i don't think it's very 60s though and i don't know if it's very fit to theme but it looks good for latrice i don't know what you think to me the only thing that's thick 60s is the wig yeah, yeah, like this outfit's could, this outfit. I mean, I guess it it would fit in the sixties, but there's nothing particularly sixties about it apart from the wig. And you could even argue she's giving you Wheezy Jefferson realness here. Do you even know who mm. Wheezy Jefferson is? I don't, but it sounds right. <laughs> Wheezy Jefferson realness from like the seventies. It could even be more seventies and sixties to me. Mm-hmm. Like she could be a person on Good Times or something. Uh, okay, who's next? But it does complement very much with her teammate Manila, who is wearing yes. a sequins, you know, pink purplish uh, dress with these like uh, turquoise blue leggings, white pumps. Um, she's got this like fabulous like platinum blonde wig, kind of pushed back with um, the cocaine like eyeliner or eyeshadow. Um, I think Manila looks fabulous, and I think this is definitely a toot for me. I don't love. I I like how severe the makeup is. I don't like the the dress itself, but I think as the whole look goes, maybe because she's standing next to the trees, I think it works as a team. But seeing it by mm-hmm. itself, I think if you saw this on like a current season, people would be like, "What the hell? Like, where? What what show are you on?" Um, I could see that. Uh, I would give it to me. This is sort of the same cut from the same cloth. Like Raven and she could have been teamed up with Raven and Jujubee, and we would have mm-hmm. we wouldn't have known. So to me, it's like the same thing. But um, I'll give it a two. I'm not as enthusiastic about it as you are, though. I just think maybe because I I like the clip where she's like she like mocks herself being cross-eyed and looking a little crazy. Like I I, I appreciate that about her, and I like how mm-hmm. kind of obnoxiously campy she is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I feel like the sixties look like I I don't think they'll ever do that this theme again though. Like I think it's kind of kind of overdone in that mm-hmm. it's. Like, how many looks can you really give in that? I don't know. I think you can give some really good looks. I think it plays to the drag queen's strengths a lot of times. Do you? I think so. I feel like drag queens, a lot of them like to dress in that sort of 60s style, especially the older drag queens. Mm-hmm. Like Buddy does it, you know? Uh, Coco Peru does it, you know? Coco Peru. Have you watched her new video? No. She just put something out where she goes to Walmart, and it's very funny. She's like on the hunt. She's on the hunt for this like it's a Wonder Woman crockpot and it's fantastic. I'm gonna watch it. Make a note right now. Favorite Coco Peru goes to Walmart. I'm obsessed. The video of her playing Grand Theft Auto. Have you Mm -hmm. seen any of these? No. Oh, she makes she's it's so good. So you love Coco Peru. I love me some Coco Peru. On a rainy day, I'll watch that any for without a doubt. That or Trixie and Katya show. Depends what kind of rainy day. Maybe a little bit of mix of both. <laughs> All right, who's All right. next? Next up is Nina Flowers. Um, <laughs> you almost is, said Nina Bonina Brown. I really almost said Nina Bonina La Lupe Conchita Brown Worth Flowers. Brown. Um, oh, that should have been Black China. Um, she really should have. How sad. Nina is wearing um, another platinum, w- uh, not another, a platinum wig pushed back. It's into this bob with a very nice uh, red dress and this neckerchief. Um, and I believe these are 
like orange um, thigh high, like chunky boots. I think she actually looks fantastic and very much on theme here. I, again, not crazy about Nina Flowers in general, but usually her hair is a little more extreme. So I think she looks um, a little extreme here, but I, I appreciate it. So this is a toot for me. It's a big toot for me. I think it might be top two of the week. Really? Yeah, I think it really fits the challenge. I think she looks great. I'm not a big Nina Flowers fan, but I think she looks fantastic. And uh, I think you can't see it in the photo we're looking at, but she has like orange uh, thigh-high go-go boots on. Mm-hmm. I think those look great, too. I think she looks fantastic. I think that's why it should have helped save the team. That's how good the look is. I can see that. Definitely toot. All right. And the last one is Miss Tammy Brown. Wearing mm-hmm. a honey mahogany red taffetan collection. Um, I'm just kidding. It's a she has a really nice like blonde wig, and I don't know what you would describe this dress as. Um, but it's a red dress and these like lace black leggings with red pumps. I'm giving this a toot only for the Hawaiian hula like dance that she gives on the runway. <laughs> that makes me so happy that I could watch that over and over and over again. Um, it's very simple, but that's. I think this is kind of like her brand anyway, so I think this works mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She looked She looked really simple, looked really great. It was almost like an old Dolly Parton meets um, Morticia Adams Ooh, okay. on, a, like, on a red dress day. I don't know. There's a lot going on here. I liked it. I thought, I thought the look was great. I'm a fan. Yeah, she looks toot. great. Toot for Joe. Toot, 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 toot. All right, well, that was the looks. Um, After the judges deliberated, the girls were called back to the main stage where teams Latrilla and Brown Flowers were placed in the bottom two. Latrice Royale and Tammy Brown performed on behalf of their respective teams. The song... There's No Business Like Show Business by Ethel Merman. In the end, Latrilla was asked to stay, while Brown Flowers was asked to sashay away. Evan, any final thoughts on the episode? So, before we wrap up, this lip sync was so wonderful. I, for me, I, oh, you liked it? I thought it was fantastic. I'm obs- like, Latrice is just such a captivating lip syncer. And uh-huh. I, love, I love watching her kind of own this type of song. Um, I don't think Tammy stood a chance against her. But it was definitely wonderful and definitely, I think, a worthy tribute to Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who Ethel Merman is? I do, yes. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was very good. And aside from that, I, I think it's unfortunate that that Brown Flowers was eliminated. But I, now that you now that we've talked about it, I thought about it. it definitely makes sense that they were the ones to go home. I think it stinks that they were that Latrice and Manila, I think Manila was enough to carry them through this bit here in terms of her characterization of Madonna. And I think that, um, Brown flowers just like kind of floundered with the characterization and the looks were wonderful, but I just don't think it was enough. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, (laughs) I, you know, I think that by this point, the producers know exactly how it's going to go. And so now it, there was nothing anyone could do. It was predetermined. It was time for Nina and Tammy to go. 
And uh, because if you think about it, like, yeah, I'm saying they, if they didn't go this week, they just go next week. And so why not to keep Latrice on? You know, you can you can only get so much weirdness out of Tammy too. So, like, how mad would you have been if Latrice and Manila were eliminated second this season? That's true, but it would have made the season more interesting. It's just you can you can even call it even if you hadn't watched it. Who's gonna go? Like, there's no spoilers on mm-hmm. this. Like when they walked in, you could say. In fact, even I didn't pull it for last week. But there's a moment where Chad calls the final two teams. He said, I think it's final. Yeah, she said, I think the final two teams are going to be team Chad, my, our team and Raven and Jujubee. Well, they were the first two teams that were paired. They were the only ones. Maybe there was another one, but it was Chad. Yeah, Chad and Jujubee were the first two queen teams to like actually pick each other on that round of selection. Mm-hmm. So they knew. Now, is there anything we missed? Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't cover, Evan? Grass. Well, that concludes this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap for All Stars 1. Join us this week and every week as we dissect, discuss, and deconstruct this exclusive season of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. So, for Evan Ayers and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dragracerecap. Our Instagram account is managed by Stephen Starling. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dragracerecap. If you want access to more Drag Race content and other Afterthought Media shows, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Follow Evan Ayers on Instagram at Evan M. Ayers, that's E-V-A-N-M-A-Y-R-E-S. And on Twitter at Nobody Cares, that's Nobody, C-A-Y-R-E-S. Follow Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batanz, that's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. The theme song was written by Lucian Piani and arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.